years of advice for your house, home, castle, or cabin. Y'all have things you want to get done. It's Rosie on the House. Good morning and come on in. The door's wide open. I got a seat for you right here. Jennifer's brewed up some fine community Cajun coffee. We're just finishing a little Cajun boot-ass sausage and buttermilk biscuits. Come on in, sit down, and get comfortable right here. If you've got a project you want to visit about, give us a ring. The number is one 767 4348 That puts you directly in touch with Jennifer. She'll get your name, where you're calling from in Arizona, and what it is you're trying to get done. And then we'll put our remodeling and home-building experience to work for you, giving you tips and tricks of the trade. Also recommend brand names of equipment and tools. So whatever job you're trying to get done, you can get it done that much more professionally. People will walk in and say, who did you hire to do that? You can say, me and Rosie did that right there by myself. Be happy and proud to give you a hand. Some of you that may have storm damage and don't know the first direction to proceed or the first step to take, give us a ring. one 767 4348 Just last week, we were talking about things to do in and about and around your house and your yard to get ready for the monsoon season. And the first thing I see Wednesday morning when I'm on my little Nordic track machine in the garage watching the morning news was trampolines flying out of backyards. (laughs) (laughs) I said, well, they weren't listening to me on Saturday, that's for sure. (laughs) When you see a trampoline lift up over the top of a six-foot wall, you know you've got a little wind turbulence going on right there, partner. I'm telling you that for sure. Hey, I got to tell you, people want to know, is it the right time to remodel? Because all remodelers are so busy. According to IHS Market, which I don't know who that is, but I do believe what they're saying in this article, construction costs have increased for the 19th straight month in a row. Absolutely believe that. Not just in some categories. They measure in 12 different categories. Cost of home construction and remodeling up 19th month in a row in all 12 categories. (laughs) And that doesn't even include labor. That's just material. Okay? So people ask me, is it the right time to remodel? I said, well, how much more expensive do you want it to get before you start? <laughs> if you're contemplating a remodel right now, you need to be a little careful. Here's a couple reasons why. 80% of all remodeling companies go out of business in the first five years. And there's a couple reasons for that. One, as soon as you go into the remodeling business, All the people that know about you and want you to do work for them are family and friends. So they want you to do it for free or near free. They certainly don't want you to make a profit. So to launch your business, you're doing all the free friend and family work. And then hopefully you get a referral to someone you don't know that you can charge a little bit of profit for. And then your referrals grow. 
You learn how to price your jobs, and you have to make your first hire. And you get busier and busier, and you're a tradesperson. You're not an entrepreneur. You don't know how to negotiate lines of credit. You haven't learned that yet or build a, or read a balance sheet or interpret a budget. And you get busier and busier and busier. And most remodeling companies, and I want you to hear me loud and clear on this, go out of business because they have too much business that they've priced too cheap. And they take your deposit check and shut everything down and move to the next city. So this is an extremely critical time for you to be extremely careful on who you're hiring to do work in, about, and around your house, especially if it has to do with storm damage. And that's going to be a soapbox Jennifer is going to get on in the next segment. But right now, on the topic of storm damage, I want to bring in a repeat guest who is always the star of the show, We've had people say, when you had Bob on, I, I was like in the in the Walgreens parking lot cooking in the car at 140 degrees, but I couldn't get out of the car. I had to finish listening to Bob. Bob Ross of Lightning Busters is here to protect your house ahead of the storm's arrival. Bob, thanks for joining us this morning. Morning, Rosie. Thanks. Hey, man. We we talk about Bob Ross of Lightning Busters and how critical it can be to protect your house, your corrals, your outbuildings from lightning. It's critical. You need to think about it. But every single house in the planet should have surge protection. Bob, why don't you talk about what surge protection is and why every house needs it? Well, especially now... Um with all the new electronics, um, everything's getting smaller and everything's getting much more delicate. I mean, even <clears throat> in HVAC equipment now, they're solid state, um, garage door openers, whatever it is. And it doesn't take a big surge whatsoever to burn out that equipment. So <clears throat> we put a um, one surge protector on your main panel. That'll detect uh, both lines. And when there is a surge, it opens up in five nanoseconds, which is five billionth of a second. It discharges it into ground, and then it closes back up. So that's called the let-through type surge protector. But Bob, but Bob, people Bob, buy and they plug in. Hey Bob, but I, yes. but I, but I bought a surge protector at Walgreens drugstore. Mm-hmm. The strip that's kind right. that you plug in. I'm I'm protected, aren't I? No, you're not. That's that's the next thing. The the those type of surge protectors, they they uh, collect. There's a capacitor in there, and you don't know whether that is half full, three quarters full. Sometimes they have a light which either lights up and says it's full, or a light that goes out and says it's full. The electrical voltage is there forever. It doesn't hold any. All it does is discharge it into the ground, and then it closes back up. So the ones that you buy uh, at Walmart and stuff, they. Uh, there are two things about them. They don't trap enough, and they don't dissipate it. It just keeps collecting in there and collecting until it's too full, and then it's no good anymore. Uh, and and they, they can't react fast enough, right? No, they can't react fast enough, and they just store. And the other thing is we uh, our type, we also put on one for your cable, your satellite TV, individual. Uh, we also put one on your telephone lines that's 
individual. Nope. So this way, not only are you protected electrically, but you're protected from your signal. What happens if uh, an under, a strike hits underground and comes in through your cable for your TV? What if it comes in through uh, for your internet? So we put them on all different lines to protect us from any entrance way into your home. The, me- the message I want homeowners to hear this morning for their own protection is if they think they're protected by a strip-style surge protection that they're plugging into the wall outlet, that then they plug their computer equipment in, it is a huge false sense of security. You need whole house protection, correct? That's correct. You know, the old days when uh, the old washing machines and all the stuff, the old air conditioners, you could hit that with a hand grenade and it would still work. It only had a motor and a relay in it. But now with, with the solid state, yes, everybody should have it. Um, it's there forever. And um, you never have to worry about it again. It's a little light on there. And as long as that light is on, there's no problem. If the light ever goes off, then you just give us a call. And it's a one-time fee, not like a lot of these other protection things or insurance where it's a reoccurring monthly fee. It's a one-time investment. Nope. It's a one-shot deal. And And you don't ever have to worry about it again. And, again, you know, you can walk by. You always see that little green light on, and, you know, it's working. And it's... Four or five hundred bucks installed. Well, uh, a total with with also uh, cable and your telephone if you have it or your satellite uh, TV. That's you... cheap insurance. That's protecting mm-hmm. your entire house. Yes, I want to see if we could get that electrical engineer that was on in the seven o'clock hour <laughs> to talk about how do you make something that closes in five nanoseconds. How do you engineer well, something to call to close in five? How do you how do you measure it? How five, fast? It, how do you measure billionths of a is? second? <laughs> yep, and that, that's the thing. That's what I tell people. Look, that's what it tells me. It's UL approved. There's no way I could test it. There's no way I could test that it can it can handle you know five thousand volts. There's there you just can't do it. Um, the ones we use have been around for a very long time. We still use the same ones, same manufacturer. And, um, again, it's UL approved. And it's a one-time fee. You put mm-hmm. it on your house. It protects it forever. So mm-hmm. how would people get a hold of Bob Ross? All you have to do is call us at 480-229-2646. For the price of a cheap laptop, you are going to protect every piece of electronic equipment in your house forever. And this is the reason I tell people this isn't an option. Every single house should have whole house surge protection. If I were king for a day, I would make this a code requirement. Whole house surge protection. Yes. Homeowner, uh, you know, home inspectors uh, should recommend that too when they go through our house and see it you know it's not only a lot of times it's not only that um it could blow immediately but if you have small if you check with a real good meter on on your panel that meter will fluctuate the electric's never exactly the same it fluctuates a little bit that little fluctuation with um uh, printed circuit boards eventually can wear them down now this company says it can extend the life 
it can extend the life uh, uh, at least um, five to ten years, at least. And um, can, can I check it? No, I don't. I can't. But if you have a, a good meter and you put it on your panel, you will see that um, that electric is, is steady. It doesn't move at all. It's kind of like uh, one of those regulators you put on your plumbing at the front of the house to keep the pressure under 60 degrees, which is what's required by manufacturers of, of water-using appliances. And a lot of times that is a can come into warranty issue if there's a breakage, if you didn't have a pressure regulator. Well, I, I think eventually as big a component as electronics are and how much you know we are going to insure them, there's going to be a time that's going to be a mandate that – you're not going to we're not going to cover any electrical components in your house if you don't have a whole house surge protector. I I could see that coming one day. And I'll tell you another thing I do if I was king for a day. I would tell you that if you're thinking about buying a vehicle, you shouldn't even you shouldn't even think about it without a visit to Sanderson Ford just to check and see if it isn't the most hassle-free pleasant buying experience on the planet 64 acres of new and used beautiful ford vehicles they are the number one ford dealership in america can you believe that and they're right here in glendale arizona i want to tell you what doing business with sanderson's like doing business with a friend you know what you can even go to their internet their website and you can shop from home you can buy from home and they will bring you the car delivered right to your driveway sanderson ford take it from rosie it's the only place to buy your next vehicle bringing it back live to rosie on the house where we answer homeowners questions about anything having to do with their house home Castle or cabin? Let's go down to Tucson. Angela has called in. See how we can help Miss Angela this morning. Good morning, Angela. Good morning. What are you up to this morning? Oh, I'm trying to get a trailer ready for my daughter to move into. Hot dog. Where's she coming? Is she moving in from out of town? No, she's moving out of my house. Okay, (laughs) out of the house and into the trailer for you, darling. Okay, what what do you got to do to get the trailer ready? So we've been doing a bunch of painting, but um, and some electrical work. It's an 81 trailer, so it's it's up there in age, and it's you yeah. know got some needs. Yes. Um, which is fine. We're completely ready to do that. Um, one interesting thing that we have going on that I have no even idea where to analyze it is we have a singing toilet, <laughs> and the trailer. What did you say? Whenever you uh, a singing toilet. <laughs> singing. Singing, like la 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 la. Someone sings on the toilet or a singing toilet? It sings every time you flush it. Can we hear it? I can try. What what <laughs> note does it sing in? I, I you know, I'm not a musician, I'm not real sure. It's not unpleasant, but it's just unusual. Let me hear it. <laughs> All right, he's coming. This is great. Can you hear that? That that high-pitched water. (laughs) It goes on for probably a good, I don't know, 25, 30 seconds. Yeah, it's the whole time. It's the whole time the water's running to fill your tank back up. And this is in a a 1983 
mo- modular home, a trailer home? That's correct. Okay. That's correct. And the the park where she is, um, it has a bunch of mature trees. It's it's a beautifully shaded area for Tucson, but um, it's on well water. That that should make a difference. Can you reach down there and make sure that the has the has the house been empty for a while? No, it hasn't. Okay, it's still singing. <laughs> yes, yeah, it is. Uh, can you take the can, can you take the lid off the back of the toilet? Yeah, give me one second. Is all that noise the toilet? Yeah. Sure sounds like it. Yeah. Well, you sure couldn't thank get up and thank goodness there's just one. You sure couldn't get up and go in the middle of the night, could you? Right. Uh, okay, the lid's off. Is it still filling? Is it still making that noise? No more noise, and it's filled. Okay. So what I want you to do, and we're going to have to pick you up again in the next segment, I want you to flush it. Go ahead and take her off. I don't want to hear that noise again. Woo, that's like fingernails <laughs> on a chalkboard. Flush it again, Angela, and let's verify it's only making that noise while it's filling. As soon as the tank's filled up, and it stops. And that the valve's all the way open. You that's, may, that's you may the close first thing. it all the way tight first, then open it to full on and, and then, see if— And then we'll just replace the fluid master. Okay, but I promised I wanted to give everybody a real warning of something not to do. And for that, I'm going to introduce my wife, sweet Jennifer, and I'm going to let her climb the stairs up to my soapbox. I will loan you my soapbox. Sweet Jennifer. Wow, this is my first time on a soapbox. Hey, so do you remember last week we got a, a call from a lady from Sun City concerned about uh, a roofing contractor that had come to her home? Well, what we have found out is there are roof rats all over Sun City. Two-legged. Two-legged rats, rats with no character. So these um, roofing companies, there's three of them that I know of so far. Actual names of the company. Yes, they are sending out uh, sales teams that are very, very aggressive. Um, talked to one little lady this week. Two guys came to the door, convinced her to come in. She didn't know them. They towered over her and her husband. They actually separated them and talked to them separate, convinced her to sign a contract, which she did. There was no amount on that contract, which makes it invalid, by the way. That's right. So um, uh, she, the next day she kind of woke up and realized, hey, I've done something really bad, Put a, used her right of rescission and got out of it. But I'm telling you guys, do not open the door to these guys. They're coming, putting their signs out in the front yard and climbing up on the roof before they even talk to the homeowners. So if you have a concern, give us a call. We'll talk you through it. If you have a contract you're not sure of, give us a call. We have consumer guides that will walk you through buying a roof, buying a air conditioning. You know, we, we can help you. Let us be a resource for you. Some of these people were so intimidated, they were afraid to call and cancel their contract. If you entered a contract you're afraid to get out of, you can call our office. I will come to your house personally. I will call them. They can come talk to me, and I will cancel your contract. Don't sign contracts with people that come uninvited onto your property. That one about separating the husband and the wife in the house to talk to them. Very feeble people. And then sign a contract with no dollar amount in it and say, leave it to us. We're going to go take it. We're going to go get your insurance company. Call us if you have a story. Yeah, come meet in the den with my partner, Winchester. We'll, We'll get that signed.
Well, we can't live. Every listener on the seat of their edge wanted to know if that fixed Angela's toilet. <laughs> Let's bring Angela back into the conversation, calling us from beautiful Tucson, Arizona. Okay, Angela, what's the verdict? Nope, it's still seeing. It seems while it's filling. Um, and I did turn the valve on and off at the, the wall, so it is fully on. Um, but, yeah, it still sings. But it only sings why it's filling. That's correct. Okay. So if you still are in the bathroom with the lid off the tank of the toilet looking down in mm-hmm. there, you'll see uh, uh, some kind of a float device. Is it a rubber ball on a long arm? No. Uh, it's a it's a little plastic cup that slides up and down a tube? That's correct. Okay. Okay, that's a fluid master toilet valve. You just okay. re- you just replace that fluid master unit and your problem is probably going to go away. Something is stuck in that keeping it from coming full on. It's taking too long to fill and I believe that's what's creating the high reverberation noise just it's it's a it's a fairly easy okay. repair well, that's what i will do i will replace that right away all right and and when you're done call us back and we want to hear the toilet again okay oh, that sounds great okay thanks so angela thanks for calling rosie on the house and from, you're you're less than probably 10 bucks or something like that yeah at maybe 20 from tucson nice. we go to mesa and bring alan into the conversation good morning alan what are you up to today yes good morning I have a thunder block wall that got a little damaged the other day, Monday to be exact. <laughs> the top row is a little bit loose, you know, and I was just wondering what would be the easiest way to repair that to take the whole row of blocks off, or can I just kind of squeeze some? Well, well, let me, did we lose it? Yeah. Uh-oh. Um what I wanted to ask him is what kind of wall it was and then how loose it is. If he could send us a photo image at info at com, or he's calling in Mesa, bring that image over to Marvell Building at 1113 South Country Club Drive, Marvell Building Masonry Supply. They could give you an indication of the materials that would be required uh, if it's a wall like I'm thinking, every 8 to 12 feet, there's a structural column, and then there's narrow block filling in the actual wall panel itself. Removing that top row will be fairly easy. There's only mortar between the horizontal joints. There's no head and butt joints. Uh, you can remove it, lay another little bead of uh, um, uh, uh Mortar, <laughs> I don't know why I lost that word, uh, mortar, or you can just uh, make it easy on yourself. Well, and, when you said and a just bead, do it. my mind went to caulking, so I, I didn't I, jump well, in, and I'm like, I'm, I'm missing something here. And that was my next point, and I got trapped in between caulk and mortar, and nothing came out. The other thing is you can use a sanded uh, caulk and just run a couple beads of caulk and then just reset that horizontal and you'll be all set. Sorry, sorry, I lost you on the line. That's why they don't let me push any buttons. <laughs> hey, can I change the subject just for a minute? Um, I don't know why. It may have been because of the newspaper article that came out about two weeks ago about the safeness of tap water. 
we have just gotten a ton of requests for information. Is my tap water safe? Is my tap water safe? Should I be drinking my tap water? So could we reach out to George? And I want to bring in George. This is our... like the PSA hour. We had Bob with lightning bugs I know, on earlier. We I know. Jennifer on her soapbox on roof rats. Now we're going to talk about the safeness of your tap water. And you know what? How do you think after... Jennifer did on her first soapbox? I don't think we gave her enough time. Oh, okay. Think we need to bring her back in? I, I, I think we got the point across. Okay. But a, a soapbox shouldn't be in a two-minute window. That, <clears throat> in, in rosy fashion, we should have done that in like a 30-minute segment or something. Well, okay. I would say since people listen in segments, let's wait to the maybe the third or fourth segment and just cover it a little bit more. And I think we're going to say it every week. Okay. I just want to yell it from the yeah, – I have gotten four phone calls since we – Of people being taken about, advantage of? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. But Jennifer Soapbox. Two-legged roof rats. And she's talking about two-legged roof rats in Sun City. This is really statewide. It's happening everywhere. And I I can't be without water. I carry water on constantly. Yeah, you do. And there is a monthly business group I'm in that I actually bring two. These are 32-ounce insulated containers, so it keeps water cold all day. Because when I go to take a drink out of the water that's on the table, it smells so bad of chlorine, <laughs> and it tastes so horrible. I can't. I am so spoiled by living on a on a private well for the last fourteen years. I nah. I go to put my nose over something that came out of the city tap. I'm like, oh, Romy <laughs> Romy soapbox water. He's a water. He's kind of a water snob. I'm, I'm a water purist. If, if you want to know the snob, truth, water you know the truth. Just give me the plain water. <laughs> So let's bring George from All About Water and one of our specialists to talk about the you know the, the reverse side of that is waterborne illnesses are almost non-existent in the United States because of the municipality's treatment right. of water before it's delivered to the consumer. So you know there's 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 plenty of, of reason for it and there's regulation on it. Oh, as a user, what can you do at your home? At the end result. George, thanks for carving a few minutes out of your Saturday morning for us. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. So, tap water delivered to your home. Nothing to be scared so, of. Tap water, yeah, the ta- tap water delivered to the home definitely does a really uh, good job of our municipalities cleaning up our water, uh, making it EPA safe, and removing that chlorine out of the water before it it comes into our homes uh i'm sorry be, uh, yeah before it comes into our homes and uh just can be a real nuisance as as we all know like on our hair and our body and our appliances so that's that's the biggest thing that our customers uh or, or people that call us in with questions are are talking about is that high chlorine and, and what what can they do about it is that a hard well parts per million are there any i'm sure there's a guideline that they all follow to there achieve. is yeah um I, I i believe the municipalities look at wanting to they do like a year uh wide like average it out for the whole year um and i believe most of it looks to be about 0.5 to 1.0 uh, parts per million of chlorine for disinfectant um where we see really really high chlorine especially at this time of the year where we get people that uh, like what you were talking about is 
smelling that chlorine, uh, and then smelling even dead organic in the water. And the most common time of that is going to be uh, our summer months. Because of our water being so warm in comparison to other parts of the nation, we just have a high breeding ground for the contaminants and the bacteria to grow. So we can even see chlorine levels exceed 2.0 parts per million uh, coming into homes, which is extremely high. And that's when people are definitely noticing those those smells, uh, the odors, and the dryness of skin, uh, irritation of skin as well. And there's a reason they keep water heaters heated to a certain level is to keep that any kind of growth from coming. Well, it's not practical for us mm-hmm. to heat the water to be delivered to your home at 128 degrees, so it's treated with chlorine. How hard is that to right. remove at point of use? It's really not. Uh, we do a, a point of use um, and or a point of entry. So there's different um, different things you can do for your home. Uh, the, the point of use would be like a whole home uh, filtration underneath the sink or reverse osmosis. That's uh, the most common way people are looking at removing those uh, chlorine levels, dead organics, uh, because of the chlorine removal as well, out of the water. And then we have um, point of entry, which would be like whole home filtration. Uh, not as it, It's only not necessary just for drinking water, but we bathe in this water. We, we do our laundry in this water. Um, so a lot of homeowners are doing a whole house. Uh, point of entry into the home to remove that chlorine out of the water as well. What's the cost difference when you're going from point of use to point of entry? Because then you're you're going from purifying what ten gallons a day, maybe at point of use at the kitchen sink, to how many hundreds mm-hmm. of gallons inside the home? Yeah, and there's it's it's it really just differs. Uh, uh, although on house how big the house is, how many people are going to be in the house, and what you're going to be using. Um, Usually what we do is we like to schedule just like an in-home consultation with somebody who's really concerned and is is really bothering them to to do something about that. And we have water specialists that can come in and go over a a variety of different products, whether it's point of use or point of entry, and go over pricing and sizing that's going to work for the best application for their home. George, thanks for a few uh, minutes here Saturday morning. So nothing wrong with the tap water, but if you just don't like the smell and you don't enjoy it or you don't like the odor, it's uh, there's a point of use and a point of entry. I like the way you all have those uh, broken up that homeowners can do on their own. Uh, all About Water is one of our certified partners for water treatment. You can find them all in the water treatment category at rosyonthehouse.com and uh, All About Waters gosh they're they're one of the oldest that have been with us almost charter members uh, 14 15 years yeah been a long time there you go so there's water uh, we're talking uh, a lot of storm damage uh, we're talking electricity and I've told y'all that we're going to take one APS <clears throat> customer letter a week so let's take a couple minutes here and just talk about the one I picked for this week. And I didn't pick one. I picked a topic because we had about eight letters that all came in from the letter I addressed last week that you're seeing your bill spike up quite a bit. Maybe you've got a 30 or 40% price increase month over month, year to year. Invariably, what we're finding there 
is people aren't realizing that if you were on time of use program before and you've moved to time of use program under the new rate, you must change all your programmable thermostats. You must change your energy management computer to operate in the new off-peak hours. They've shifted the peak one hour. So if your units are still coming on at 7 o'clock, you are registering a huge peak load in the on-peak charge period. And you're getting clobbered. We've been on this soapbox and we've been on this, you know, position for about nine months telling you, get ready, get ready, get ready. Well, for those of you that didn't realize what we were saying, you get it now. You must move everything to the new off-peak time frame, which is 8 p.m., to 3 p.m., not noon to 7. None of you, whether you believe me or not, none of you at APS are currently on a noon to 7 program. You write me, you call me, you say, well, I'm on the noon to 7 program, and my bill went up 30%. You're not on the noon to 7. The noon to 7 doesn't exist anymore. You're on the 3 to 8. You must adjust your consuming habits to get out of the three to eight window. Okay? Y'all got that? I'm not going to get any more of those letters, right? Very good. <laughs> wait, wait, cut, 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 cut. Wait, 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 cut. <laughs> I am your toilet. So, how do you do? I take away your Wii and the odd number two. For a quiet moment. Now, Romy, how big does your music library in your head have to be to know this song even exists? Well, I will have to say, you only have to hear it once to remember that such a thing is out there. Well, we helped Angela earlier in the hour with her singing toilet. So that was very appropriate for that. Thank you, Gary. We want to talk about monsoon scams. But before we do, we're being flooded with requests for a couple phone numbers. We had Bob Ross on earlier in the program talking about how necessary it is that every home should have whole house surge protection. And they're, they're asking for his phone number. So to reach Bob Ross at Lightning Busters to talk to him about whole house surge protection, which should be on every single house that has electricity. Here's the number, 480-229-2646. You can He's find out in Apache Junction, but he goes anywhere. He, he operates statewide. Uh, statewide. He actually went and protected uh, of, uh, Horse Corral and Stable and Barn uh, at my neighbor's house up in Alpine. Arizona. So he covers the state. Um, that was a lot farther than Whitman. That was farther than Whitman. And he yes. came into our home. Yeah. So Bob Ross at Lightning Busters, 480-229-2646. And then everybody wants to know how to get a hold of water, uh, all about water. 
George was on the phone talking about getting rid of chlorine from your house. Their number is 480-892-7556. All About Water is one of the Rosie certified water treatment experts across the state of Arizona. You can find them at rosieonthehouse.com. Same place you find Bob Ross, rosieonthehouse.com. Put in your zip code. Put in the category of work you're looking for, lightning protection, water treatment. Hit search, and you'll get the right party to take care of it. Okay, with that said, let's bring in the soapbox music again. Watch Jennifer run up the steps to the courthouse, put her boxing gloves on, jump up and down. That's what I feel like doing. I, I know. really do. I, I want to start with the bottom line. Bottom line is? contact the Arizona Registrar of Contractors and complain. They can't do anything to help you if you don't let them know. And that's that's the best place to start. If they come on your property and you've told them not to, call the police. Registrar recommends take a picture and call the police. You do not have to open the door. You're not obligated. The story goes that they're coming down the street, staking their signs everywhere. They knock on your door. Hey, for $1,000, we'll get you a new roof. Sign on the dotted line. No no figure. And then some of these guys, this one guy that's been mentioned quite a few times to us, has five different licenses, five. And um, some of them are suspended, some of them are not very old, and some of them are different industries. So he's just, ch- he's just chumming there for whoever he can get in a vulnerable position. I have to ask you, if someone starts their business approach with you in this manner, what does that roof look like? We're dying to get out there and see some of these roofs. If you've had a roof done by, by somebody and you're wondering if it's a job well done, give us a call. We'll come look at it. The registrar's actually texted me on the phone, and he says, look, I'm available next four Saturdays to talk monsoon scams because there's a lot of them. It's not just Sun City. It's not just it, roofing. Yeah. Even John talked about in the tree industry. Yeah. Do not do business with people who come to your door. That, that door-to-door salesman thing isn't a thing of the past. The, you know, re- the it, registrar actually in the text says, look, we at the ROC will reach out to anyone who needs assistance in filing a complaint. The registrar doesn't. No, nothing triggers. They're not the attorney general. Right, office. right, exactly. The, nothing triggers the registrar other than a complaint by a homeowner. So many people are afraid to to do it. Yeah, and, and you'll. Have, I'll do it. Okay. Call me. I'll come to your house. I'll do it for you. And some of them are embarrassed. No reason. I was just mentioning. She said they were. Are they staking the signs, then knocking on that's, the door? Well, they, the, uh, you got to have permission to even put a, a, a an election sign yeah. on your front door. So, anyway. And a little more music, please. As Jennifer runs, I am worked up. As Jennifer, as Jennifer runs back down the stairs, let's get it. I've got Cajun music queued up for the break. Oh, all right, all right. So Jennifer's pretty passionate about this. She's been talking about it. You could, you can kind of look over to her section of the office and see smoke kind of coming up from behind the the office uh, partition screens and. And you know she's on the phone with somebody who's just been taken advantage of by lots this. Lots of tears, lots of calls, and I've had just since the earlier three ladies call and say how they avoided the scam. Just this hour just this they've hour. called in? You've mm-hmm. taken those calls? Yeah, they see them over there. They see them coming. Well, we want to talk smart. a little bit more about it in the next hour as well. How are they avoiding being taken advantage of? Okay. We've, we've recorded another f- historical first event, Jennifer's first soapbox.